You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes Aaron here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe, alongside from the Washita Citizen, Jake Martin. Good morning, Jake. Howdy. Good morning. Plenty to discuss over the next two hours. We want to hear from you. 888-993-7762. It is called the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline slash text line. Go to stuartshelby.com for a free quote. It is Tuesday morning, and we do have some headlines on this Tuesday morning. Yeah, and uh, I guess the biggest one would have to be in the NBA. Had a big trade yesterday. I heard. Yeah. Blake uh, Griffin out of L.A. Blake correct? Griffin out of L.A. Uh, the Clippers have traded him to the Detroit Pistons for Tobias Harris, uh, Bradley Avery, um, and a couple of draft picks. Now A bag of balls. A bag of balls. But, you know, you say that, but this was actually a pretty good move for the Clippers because they get to go younger. They, You know, Harris, I believe, is 25. Avery's 27. And they don't cost near as much as Griffin. Griffin was in the first year of his five-year, $35 million contract a year annually. $35 million annually. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So that, you know, that's a, that's a bright spot. Um, and on the flip side, you know, Detroit gets a superstar in Blake Griffin, although I don't know how, how big of a superstar he is today because it seems like he's, he's just always hurt and there's always something plaguing him. But – Stan Van Gundy gets gets one of the best players in the league if he's if he's healthy, and uh, it kind of puts the pressure on him to to go to perform in Detroit. So it, you know it's a fun little trade. It's a shocking trade, although I mean should we be that shocked? You know I remember when the whole fiasco with Blake Griffin punching team equipment manager a couple of years ago. Uh, you heard you know stories about Doc Rivers looking to trade him then. So. Yeah, it was it was kind of a if you look at it from that lens, it was a long time coming. But uh, yeah, a big a big trade. Uh, and the college ranks certainly uh, noteworthy as uh, LSU gets ready to travel to Tennessee, or they're probably going to be on their way to score up against the Volunteers. Uh, Will Wade laying down the law: one player off the team, one done for the season, and two others facing one-game suspensions. They will not be playing tonight. Yeah, so Wade dismissed Mayan Kerr and Galen Alexander and suspended Brandon Rochelle and Wade, Sim and Wade Sims for the game uh, against Tennessee Wednesday. Now, why is that big? Well, it's four players. It's four players. Uh, the two suspended players play a lot of minutes. And now when you go to Tennessee, you'll only have seven scholarship players available. So, uh, it, you know, you just – Dropped a big one against Auburn, got a you know, pretty suffered a pretty embarrassing loss on the road, and now you got to go uh, Tennessee and uh, with only seven scholarship players, another ranked team. Doesn't look too good uh, for LSU this Wednesday. Here's uh, comments from Will Wade with the suspensions. Uh, they knew this was coming, but nothing was a surprise to any of them. There was no surprise. He was asked how was practice. Very good. Is this one incident all involved, all four players that are involved in? Nope. Everything's separate. So basically, the fact that the players was not a surprise must have been something pretty uh, substantial, especially for uh, the Alexander kid that was kicked off the team and the one done for the season. Yeah. 
Um, and, you know, we don't know any specifics. All we know is violation of team rules. So, You want discipline in your program? Will Wade's trying to bring it. He's trying to bring it. Sure he is. He's probably going to suffer a big loss at Tennessee Wednesday. but uh, It's not tonight? It's Wednesday night, oh. yeah. So it's for the overall betterment for the program, though. Kind of oh, yeah. established that law now. Uh, Grambling, big win last night. They have now won uh, six in a row. Really thought that they would coast to a win against Mississippi Valley State, team that had one total win on the year. Uh, Grambling has to sweat it out, but they do win a squeaker, 92-89 to in overtime. Ivy Smith with uh, 26 points, nine rebounds. As I said, uh, six straight to improve to 10-12 and 12 overall. Six and three in the SWAC. Really been a very, very, been very good in games that have been decided by three points or less. They are now five and one on the season in nail biters. Grambling women also won on the road. They do. And it's good to see Grambling, you know, they, they jumped out to that big lead last night and they kind of allowed the Mississippi Valley to get back into it. And it's good to see them pull it out in overtime. Big win for the Grambling Tigers. Uh, other headlines on this Tuesday morning. What stands out to you, Jake? Well, before we get to headlines, to more headlines, I want to pose this question because right. we're going to get we're going to do a four downs segment today, and I think there's been so much talk about Tom Brady being the greatest of all time. And, yeah, and I think I think most people agree with that. I, I don't think you'll get too much opposition when when you're discussing that. So, I thought it might be fun as a four down question. And I'd love to get people's input before we actually get to discussing this. Who? are the Mount Rushmore NFL quarterbacks. Mm. So if you had to pick the four greatest of all time, I think we all assume Brady's going to be in the four, right? Mm. Uh, who joins him on that Mount Rushmore? And mm. you can look at it as you got to have different players from different eras, or you can look at it as who is just the purely best. I think there are a lot of different ways you can look at it. And I have a feeling that we'll we'll all have kind of different names on that. Well, list. if you had to stick four mug shots up there, what are you going to do? Who are you going to put up there? Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. The other thing that the way the game has changed, and it's not yeah. like you can compare. And you know, you can say the same thing in Major League Baseball, but statistically, it gets a little difficult just because right. you start comparing eras and what uh, different offenses did back in the day with uh, Terry Bradshaw compared to now. And that's why I thought it would be fun to discuss. Like, would you have a Terry Bradshaw on that? Would you have a Johnny Unitas mm. on that list or, or on that Mount Rushmore? So just something to kind of ponder. I, I think we could all kind of come at that uh, a few different ways. Speaking of Tom Brady, and unfortunately that is one of the storylines on this uh, Monday and then, of course, today on Tuesday. The Patriots have arrived in Minneapolis. He goes up to the mics, and one of the storylines is the low-hanging fruit. Uh, his comments, of course, and him going off the radio show in Boston. We discussed it yesterday. And Richie, right from the get-go, <laughs> he uh, fires back. Richie says, yesterday I made a comment on the Tom Brady piss ant story, and I would like to take a minute to apologize. Before we get to that, let's just explain the situation. Uh, a radio personality about Jake's age, a millennial. Mid-20s, yeah. Uh, was on a show, and uh, they were talking about the Facebook reality show with uh, Brady versus age. Is Tom versus Tom. Time, Tom yeah. versus Tom. Yeah. Time, that's pretty good. Yeah, the only person that Tom could lose to. <laughs> Uh, and the radio personality made the reference that uh, his five-year-old was annoying pissant. Yes. So now you get in the backlash, and Tom Brady heard about the comments. He does, goes on this weekly, on this radio show once a week, and he basically said, hey, guys, you know, I play along with your fun and games for a majority of it, but once you come after my family and you're talking about a five-year-old, it's over. All right. 
There's the backstory. Richie continues to wave. So he says a radio personality made a statement in reference to this new reality TV show on Facebook. When you put your family out there for criticism, don't get butt hurt when you receive said criticism. The guy being suspended because Tom's feelings were hurt is incredibly ignorant. With that said, I have not and will not watch him or the rest of his pissant family oh. on his pissant TV show. Have a nice day. Man. Richie. Richie. Wake up on the wrong side. Good, man. It's like 7 o'clock right now, man. <laughs> but so I, I have to disagree with Richie, though. I, I just if – you're, if you're supposed to be a professional in this business, there are things you can say. There are things you can have fun with. But you can't single – I don't care if it's if it is Tom Brady's child. You can't single out one five-year-old and call her a pissant. You just can't. You can't do it. Mm. That was a storyline Tom Brady did say yesterday. He does not want the individual fired. He has been suspended. Yeah. Lewis weighs in. He's got his uh, top four. His Rushmore, go. Montana, Young, Marino, L.A., you're missing a name there, Lewis. I think you misspelled Brady somewhere. Uh, yeah, the goat is missing from that list. That's what makes this fun. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. They did meet with the media yesterday, and uh, we'll have some sound coming up later in the show. Other headlines on this day. How about some uh, recruiting news? Where we go to the college ranks. Pretty good uh, get for ULM. The big offensive lineman from Oak Grove. They've had a few during their uh, time there. John Bolden commits to the Warhawks. Nice. When I visited with him during the season, it looked like it was either going to be uh, Colorado State or Tulane. I know Texas State, the Harvard of the South, also came into the running. But ultimately, he wants to stay close to home. So another local player, Matt Viatore and his staff, land at ULM. Down in Caldwell, and we were curious to see how this would play out. And the, the statistics that uh, Eric London put up for the Spartans this year just – off the charts. Mm-hmm. Everybody says, well, perhaps he's too small. Video game numbers, yeah. yes. Uh, he is now committed to Henderson State. Awesome. So good get for him. Good to see. And uh, the quarterback, J.D. Abrams, is uh, committed to Southern Arkansas. National Signing Day quickly approaching. Yeah, that's fun. And this comes after we, we discussed Tosh Handel getting that offer from McNeese and committing to McNeese uh, yesterday. So. Really cool seeing these guys who were stars this year get these offers. It is not official. They're going to have a press conference uh, later today. Southeastern naming its new head football coach and a guy that has uh, deep roots and ties to Northeast Louisiana. Frank Selfo will land the job. He's a ULM graduate, 1981. A lot of Tech fans may remember him as the uh, Bulldogs offensive coordinator from 2007 to 2009. He obviously spent a lot of time with his brother. I think he was OC for Tulane for a number of years under Frank. And Frank, when he when he will officially be announced as the head coach, he's going to have one of the better quarterbacks in the state to work with. Uh, they just got a recent commit from Chris Penton, the Lakeshore quarterback, who was the Class 4A Player of the Year. So uh, good things happening at Southeastern. I misspoke there, obviously, his brother Chris. Frank could not be the brother of Frank. So, yeah, Chris, uh, his yes. brother, the head coach at Tulane. Uh, how about this news? And it, this has a little bit to do with college football. And we were just bashing the Pro Bowl yesterday. Jake said he would refuse to watch it. Well, you were in the minority, Jake. Uh, huge ratings. Or it may, it may just say how deprived we are for football and starved or how powerful the NFL is. 8.6 million watched the Pro Bowl Sunday afternoon. 
Okay, I want, I'm kind of shocked when I hear that number because it's the Pro Bowl. And then I think about, oh, yeah, there was no other football on. So put that in perspective. That $8.6 million, if you compared it to the college football games in 2017, would be the seventh most college football game of the year. Yeah, but listen, that's what happens when you don't have any competition. That's why the XFL will succeed with Vince McMahon, right? <laughs> it's January. Uh, we got a couple more texts here. Uh, the uh, Mount Rushmore. Uh, y'all, okay, all right. So here are the rules for the Mount Rushmore. There can only to... be four. <laughs> there can only be four. And Brady has to be on there. Those are the only two rules. Uh, Andrew says Brady, Montana, Marino, Elway, and Favre. So you cheated, Andrew. Those are five, my friend. Uh, David from uh... – Arkansas weighs in, says lower Louisiana, uh, from Louisiana, lower Arkansas. Otto Graham, championship game every year he played and uh, with a 7-3 and three record. Hmm. Keep them coming, 888-993-7762. Did I miss another headline or two, Jake? Mm, I do want to mention uh, the poll results are in mm. for our Top 10 Thursday. Looks like we will be ranking the top plays in Super Bowl history this Thursday. Mm. Also, while while I'm talking about the Super Bowl, I want to read this stat real quick. This is this is shocking. So if you compare Nick Foles and Carson Wentz career, put their numbers side by side, you include their the playoffs. Nick Foles is nineteen and eleven. Wentz Wentz is eighteen and eleven. Completion percentage, both have completed sixty two percent of their passes. Foles has thrown 52 touchdowns and 18 interceptions. Wentz has thrown 49 touchdowns and 21 interceptions. Foles QBR 61. Wentz QBR 60. Mm. It's crazy how identical they are mm. and, and as far as statistics go. Are Foles' numbers, though, a little bit bloated because of the one incredible year that he had? I, I'm sure it is, but it's still funny. Like, just yeah. looking at that, you know, how, how similar it is. Huh. So you like Foles? You think they're going to win that matchup against Brady then? Oh, that'll be that a huge, huge, that? huge advantage for them. <laughs> or, or they don't need Carson Wentz. That, that's the problem. They just move forward with Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just trade Carson Wentz. I am interested to see how well he performs. I am too. Can he do it? There's no way he can repeat what he did against the Vikings. There's no way. Hmm. Not against the Patriots. Not on that stage. We're going to play a little uh, four downs later in the show. Uh, some great uh, topics, great four downs, four questions that Jake came up with. Uh, the number one being uh, your Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks continue to weigh in 888-993-7762. It's all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Pink here. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. There's no crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. Had an opportunity to sit down with uh, Doug Peterson's mom yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it was entertaining. It was fun. You're going to want to hear this interview it's coming up. Uh, we're going to do it, what, bottom of the hour? 7.30? 7.30. 7.30. You're going to hear from uh, Terry Peterson. She's packing her bag. She's ready to go. Uh, she's a little concerned about the weather up there, and rightfully so. Did you tell her not to take any Ubers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that'd be pretty horrible. That would right? be you pick awful. up Doug Peterson yeah. and Bob. And I don't think she's the, the brash and the arrogant uh, ego <laughs> fans that the Vikings fans are directing. But she's going to be wearing Venomous. Philadelphia stuff, yes. so. If you throw a beer at Doug Peterson's mother. Yeah, hopefully that does not happen. (laughs) Uh, We'll play that interview at 7.30. Just 
fascinating story on how Doug Peterson arrived at Northeast and then, of course, how his career blossomed once he left. I'd say once he left Calvary. Heck, he led him to two semifinal appearances. But his rise to stardom in the NFL ranks. That interview coming up at 7.30. Gus Cattengill at 8 o'clock. Talking a little Pro Bowl. I think you watched it. I think he was one of those 8.6 million. Uh, I see all these New Orleans writers at the Super Bowl, and, you know, they got to try to tie it in, you know, talking to Brandon Cooks. Uh, then it, Darren Sproles probably just standing off by himself in the corner, talking to him about Ingram yeah. and Kamara. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, they were, I was impressed with them. How could you not be? Gus Cattengill joins us at 8 o'clock. Uh, Eric Conkle will join us for his weekly visit, Louisiana Tech's head coach at 8.30. The Duncan Dogs coming off a convincing win against Southern Miss. They now get ready to go on the road two games in Florida. Plus the four downs. We will we will debate who should be on the Mount Rushmore when it comes to NFL quarterbacks. Continue to submit those to us, 888-993-7762. Remember, you can only use four. Not to guilt you into this, but uh, will you have a quarterback from a past generation? Will you dip in to the history books a little bit? Uh, we'll see. Will Drew Brees be on that Mount Rushmore? We'll see. That's that's the question. That is the question because when you really think about it, you think about talent and you think about all the individual you know, statistics he has and the records that he holds, he, he has an argument to be on there. Danny Etling would be on your uh, Mount Rushmore of LSU quarterbacks. No. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, too, or not. Uh, Chad Morris is opening up uh, spring practices to coaches and prospects up there in Arkansas. Okay. I don't follow <laughs> Chad. Come on. Come on. It's not that big of a deal. It's right? not. It's not. I'm just trying to prod you a little bit you this are. morning. You are. 888-993-7762. The Morning Drive is back after this. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. If you're a homeowner, you know how important curb appeal is. It does make a difference how your home looks from the street. An old broken garage door does nothing for curb appeal. In fact, it can lower your home's value. But a beautiful new door from Bayou Overhead Door not only adds to your home's curb appeal, it can provide the protection, privacy, and energy savings your family needs. For over 35 years, Bayou Overhead Door has installed only the best, highest quality clo-pay doors and equipment to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. Now they also offer seamless gutters and durable floor coverings for your garage, patio, porch, or driveway installed in just a day. So whether you're building a new home or remodeling your existing home, call for a no-cost consultation about the right garage doors for the best curb appeal in the neighborhood. Bayou Overhead Door, 322-1090. Or visit their user-friendly website, BayouOverheadDoors.com. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. 
He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, Jake, we breezed through those headlines, and I glazed over one you wanted to get to. Yeah, real quick. uh, The number two 2019 prospect in the state, Cardell Thomas, shut his recruiting down. Uh, This is the nation's number one offensive guard. Six foot four, three hundred twenty. Cardell Thomas. He's the one from Southern Lab. Yeah, oh. he's uh, committed to LSU. He he's already shutting it down. He took a weekend visit and said he's, he's shutting it down. Well, now we know how how this works. You know, sometimes um, guys will shut it down and then it's so early. Later on, they'll open it back up. But for the meantime, or if LSU's looking for a new head coach. Well, you know. That could, that could be a possibility. Ronnie weighs in on the Stuart Shelby State Farm uh, text line asking uh, for the Mount Rushmore of uh, quarterbacks in the NFL. Ronnie says, I'm a homer. I'll give you Brady, but here's my list. Brady, Breeze, Brett Favre, and Bradshaw. Okay, Breeze. so here, here, yeah, and I don't hate it. I, I can't just because of what he's accomplished and, and you know talent alone. But here's my other question for you, Aaron, is how much do championships factor into this? It should factor into a lot. Because uh, you think you could make the argument if you did not with Marino. You surely could. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, this one. So, uh, Ryan. <laughs> this would be your not uh, Ru- Ru- Rushmore list. <laughs> your infamous uh, list. Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Jefferson. Jefferson. And Ryan Leak, I like it. Jimmy. Jamarcus Russell's just uh, didn't make the cut. Just, <laughs> just barely missed. You could do the Andrew route and just add him anyway. Do, do the five guys. Jimmy uh, says Johnny Unite. He's going with the whole era. Johnny Unitas, Bart Starr, mm. Joe Montana, Tom Brady. Mm. Panther fan also weighs in says Broadway Joe. See, Statistically, you're going to have some issues with that argument. You're going to have some issues because he threw more interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but he did call it a Super Bowl win. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Richie says, statistically, Breeze matches up in the top of all-time quarterbacks. The biggest question is, do we hold him responsible for having terrible teams around him? Hmm. I don't think you can. If Manning can make it with all those playoff losses, Breeze is deserving. So he has Brady, Montana, Manning, Breeze. Hmm. I like the not r- Mount Rushmore it's pretty dialogue even better. Somebody weighed in with that says, Toss-up between Jamarcus and Brandon Harris. Yeah. And David poses the question, if Brady had been playing with Cleveland, uh, would he have made a difference? Yeah, he would have made a difference, yeah. for sure. Um, would he have as many Super Bowl rings no. as he has? No. Mm. But Cleveland would be much, much better, obviously. Mm. Um, it, so that's it's interesting. I, I, don't, I never know how to do this when you, when you start comparing players. I never know how much – a ring should count towards it because 
while I agree it's important, it's also a team game, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's also you know you, you have to have just look at look at what Breeze has accomplished in his career, the offensive numbers, the the uh, the, the touchdowns and everything else. Yet when his defense has been historically bad, the team's the team's been seven and nine. Now, would any other other quarterback have led no. uh, uh, them back last year in the Super Bowl when you're down twenty eight to three, or even against Jacksonville? His um, name's not Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. I would have put my money on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Or perhaps Brett Favre, or he would have thrown a pick six. Yeah, Brett's. Yeah. Brett's iffy, man. Yeah. Brett's gonna take some risk, and that's that's what scares me. But I I, I think. You know, Brady has proven that he's clutch, but I think Aaron Rodgers is, is another clutch quarterback that can lead you back. Uh, one of my favorite uh, websites, and if you don't go on there on a daily basis, you should start. Uh, awful announcing. We always look for games during the Super Bowl. You're sitting around, and perhaps you're having a pop or two. So they've come up with a drinking game for the Super Bowl. Are you oh ready for a couple of these? All right. Give so uh, have one of your Coca-Colas. Every time you hear 12 stitches, Brady's hand. Uh, 28-3. Oh, you just, okay, gotcha. you got to sip every time you'd hear this during okay, the broadcast. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Deflategate. I don't know how how often Deflategate will come up in the broadcast. I bet it does, but not often. Yeah. Uh, five Super Bowl rings. Oh, yeah. All right, so that's just a sip. Uh, the game continues. Drink one time every time you hear these words associated with the following players. Tom Brady, 40. Yeah. A lot. That's probably going to be more than anything. Yeah. Nick Foles, journeyman. Uh, uh, well, this one. Rob Gronkowski, concussion protocol. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, just concussion protocol wins. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, you got to drink every two times in the drinking game by awful announcing. Every time you hear them read the temperature outside. I think that'll just be more of a stage scene setter. Uh, outside it's frozen, but inside we got this matchup. And I think maybe later on in the game there may be an outside shot. But besides that, I think yeah, I think you're you're all right. You're good. Yeah. Uh, footage from the Super Bowl 39 between the Patriots and the Eagles. I think that'll be another one that just comes up once. Mm-hmm. Uh, shots of uh, Edelman or Wentz watching from the sidelines. I think we're going to see Wentz a lot. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Giselle looking distressed. Oh. Will they find her in the suite? Yeah, they will. They always do. <laughs> they always do. Uh, drink twice every time NBC shows Robert Kraft getting hammered. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this, and this is all uh, related to uh, Al Michaels. Drink uh, three every time you hear him say third and deuce. Describes the trick play as razzle-dazzle. Yeah, razzle-dazzle. But third and deuce, it's not registering with me. Ponders a big decision with, hmm. Yeah, he does do that a lot. Uh, Chug, every time you hear Chris Collinsworth say RPO. (laughs) Uh, I guess he has a habit of saying the National Football League. His love affair with uh, Peyton Manning. uh, Chug, every time you hear Collinsworth bring up Peyton or Eli Manning. Yeah. I'm sure he will at some point. So there you go. If you want to have some fun during the game and you want to have a cocktail or two, of course, drink responsibly. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, not not too bad. I like the the forty, the forty and the uh, concussion protocol. That's going to be said often on the broadcast. <laughs> will you miss Tom uh, Tony Romo on on this broadcast? <laughs> will you miss his 
uh, sound bites. Mm. 888-993-7762. Coming up after the break, you'll hear from uh, Doug Peterson's mother. Some great stories about Doug growing up and, of course, what this means for his family as Doug gets ready to try to go after a world championship. The Morning Drive is back after this on the all-new Sports Talk 97.7. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream. Live to drive. Broken windows are bad enough. A car that's baking inside from the summer sun is even worse. Magic Glass and Tent can handle both these problems. From one-day service on replacing your windshield, to repairing power windows, to professional window tinting for your car, home, or business, Magic Glass does it all. They also carry a full line of accessories for your car or truck. Magic Glass and Tent, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. Give them a call at 330-9988. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to The Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, I uh, got a lot of text here at 888-993-7762, the Stuart Shelby State Farm uh, text line. Double J says the Saints are the only team that counts. Talking about his Mount Rushmore with the Saints, or I guess with any NFL uh, franchise, Kilmer, Manning, Bear and Breeze. Another text here weighing in for John Elway. Talked about the drinking game with the Super Bowl. Uh, Kelly says, how about every time you hear Lane Kiffin's wife is hotter? I think that would be Musburger if he was doing that. Right, yeah. <laughs> Musburger. Richie says, uh, the most recent playoff loss perfectly summarizes Breeze's career. Breeze is absolutely perfect in the second half versus the Vikings. He puts his team in a position to be successful, but in the end, the defense pisses it away. He loves using the word piss today. Uh, Richie is just in a foul mood yeah. today. He Seriously. is not a happy camper. Richie, the next text from you, I want it to be positive. <laughs> Give me something positive on this Tuesday morning. Um, that is one of our uh, four-down questions coming up. We'll give you our Mount Rushmore here in a little bit. Should I should I reveal the second-down question? Yeah, it's pretty why good. Why not? I, I'd love to hear your opinion on this one as well, and I think a lot of Saints fans are going to enjoy having fun with this one. All right, tell me which is the bigger fail and why. The Golden State Warriors blowing a 3-1 lead. The Yanks blowing their 3-0 lead against, um, against the Boston Red Sox in 2004. 
or the Falcons blowing their 28 to 3 Super Bowl lead last year. It's been a year since the Falcons. Mm. Which is the bigger fail of those three and why? I don't even think this one is close. Really? It'll be a landslide vote in well, favor of one game. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We continue to look forward to the Super Bowl. A lot of, uh, well, no, I wouldn't say a lot, but there are some uh, local tie-ins. We haven't even talked about it. We're going to hear some sound uh, tomorrow from uh, former Louisiana Tech punter uh, Ryan Allen. Of course, uh, now playing. He could play a huge role in the Patriots uh, if they're going to win this thing. He did against uh, Jacksonville. The number of kicks and punts that he had inside the 20. Belichick, actually, after the game, talked about the fact that they have a major weapon in Ryan Allen. You'll hear from him coming up tomorrow. Uh, another sidelines, of course, you have Doug Peterson, the former uh, ULM quarterback. It's been an amazing rise to uh, NFL coaching stardom. And we're talking about a guy just a decade ago was uh, hanging out at Calvary. It's an unbelievable story, and I and I mean that. Like it's it's hard to believe that he in just ten years he went from a high school head coach to head coach. He had a lot of other things, of course, on his resume that uh, helped him, and of course uh, sure. his relationship with Andy Reid getting his foot in the door and then going to Kansas City with him. With all that said, we'll talk about a bright mind, and perhaps he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Uh, Doug Peterson just has done an incredible job. You hear a lot of conversations right now, Jake, about the NFL Coach of the Year. I don't know how you can't give it to him. I mean, you have to. A lot of people say McVay, what he did for the Rams and turning around that franchise. Are they playing in the Super Bowl? No, they're not. Oh, okay. I hope the voting is uh, – I know there's an award show on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do they call that? Uh, the on- I, I yeah. forgot what they call it. But yes, they, they do give out the NFL awards one night before the Super Bowl. All right. So uh, yesterday I had an opportunity to sit down with uh, Doug Peterson's mother, uh, Terry. She uh, lives here in Monroe, and we discussed, of course, what it was like last week to be at the NFC Championship game, what that means for her family. And kind of a little bit about the journey that Doug has been on. Here is Terry Peterson. So excited and so proud for Doug. We're we're just a blessed family. And and I just can't wait to take part in all of it. Last week was such a memorable week for you. Is there a snapshot or an image that you remember the most that was just like, wow, that was pretty darn cool? Yes. After the game, Doug was so excited. And it was the first time anybody's seen him smile. <laughs> he was so excited. And just he was just on fire. We didn't get to see the Gatorade bath at the time, but um it was there. It was it was just so exciting. It's hard to put it all in words because it's just kind of surreal, you know? You get an opportunity to be on that field, and you're looking around, and, of course, he's holding up the trophy, being interviewed by Terry Bradshaw. What are you thinking? I'm thinking, this isn't real. (laughs) That's, you know, that's my boy up there. And it's um, it's just an awesome feeling just to be there and see it. Just to be a part. You got a lot of great mementos around here. Are you looking forward to perhaps getting an opportunity to hang another picture on the wall? Yes, sir, we are. We want a Super Bowl trophy. It would be wonderful. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Doug growing up. Did you know right away that, you know, him and, of course, his brothers, but they'd be really good athletes? Yes, their dad was a really good athlete, three-sport athlete. 
and um, he was their little league coach. And um, Doug wanted to play wide receiver. And his dad said, no, you're not wide receiver, you're quarterback. So he started at quarterback and uh, Gordy coached him for, well, he was one of the coaches for 20 years and I think they lost four games in 20 years for Little League, you know. So he worked with them all through the high school and um, we would go down to the high school and he would throw and kick, he was a kicker and um, so his dad worked with him a lot. Well, we all did, but we couldn't catch him because the ball was too hard. <laughs> the ball came in too hard. We forget the story on how he arrived at Northeast at the time. How did that unfold? Oh, wow. His dad took a job in Louisiana, and uh, we did not want to leave him in the Northwest and not be able to see any football games. So he brought a tape from the high school, and um, I think uh, Coach Valerie took him to see Coach Collins, and they looked at the tape, and he, Bobby Lane looked at the tape, and they said, we'll take him. <laughs> so that's how he got a, you know, a scholarship to come to Monroe, which was wonderful because we were able to follow all of their games, him and Craig. So it was basically, got transferred here, they really hadn't seen him, it was just basically your husband taking a tape? Bringing a tape to the university, yes. First year, of course, he was a youngster, they won a national championship, he eventually gets a lot of playing time. What was it like to watch his career unfold as an Indian? That, that was exciting for us too. We, we, we loved being at every game, and... Um, that was my husband's sport too, you know, so we were just a football family. We followed the Indians everywhere. I guess the Stephen F. Austin game when he had the big, what, 600 yards, whatever, six touchdowns, uh, that yeah. had to stand right out. That was, that was awesome, yep. He had all that success in college. Uh, are you starting to think, well, perhaps he might get a shot at the, at the next level? Well, we were disappointed when he wasn't drafted, but he didn't get a lot of support from the coaches at the university at the time. Mm. And um, But we were fortunate that the Miami scout lived not too far and had watched Doug's career. And um, so that's how he got a shot with Miami, and there was a lot of disappointments there. He was cut many times, but they always brought him back. So we just kept encouraging him to hang in, you know, hang in there. Mm -hmm. Something good will happen. Just. What was that like watching his career as a pretty much a backup? He did certainly get his opportunities what, at Philadelphia one year as the starter. As a mother, I guess you're like, when's he going to get his shot to be the starter? No, not really. <laughs> he, he he was where he needed to be, Back I in think. Farve. I mean, yes. he's one of the greatest ever. Yes, yes. He helped Favre a lot, and uh, I think that's, he, that he knew that's where he was going to be. You talked about your husband, of course, uh, being a coach on the side besides his full-time job. Did you know eventually that's where Doug would want to go, to be a, a coach somewhere? No. We did not, and we thought that he didn't want that either. But I, I guess getting into Calvary and being able to teach those young boys and see what can be done, that probably 
sparked his interest more and was able to get back to the NFL. Do you remember those discussions, I guess he retired in 2003, 2004, about what he was going to do and, and where he was going to go? Yes. Um, I think it was in 2005, and uh, he discussed the possibility of coaching at Calvary in Shreveport. And um, that's when then that's when he called his dad and said, hey, if you want to retire, you can come back to Monroe. Mm. And so we came back here, and they moved to Shreveport, and he had four good years there. Do you remember him uh, discussing those four years? I mean, they were highly successful, the last two specifically. Just about how much fun he was having coaching high school? Not really. He didn't discuss it a whole lot. I know it was hard to um, deal with parents sometimes, because the parents, you know, you think your, your kid's all American, and that's... That's hard to deal with parents sometimes. So, um, but otherwise, he enjoyed it, and the kids, the kids loved him, and he. Um, I thought he did a really good job there. Made a lot of good friends. He calls you up, says, "Mom, I'm going to go into coaching the NFL." Your response? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Oh, I thought you didn't want to do that, but that's wonderful. Go for it, you know. Yeah. And then Andy Reid. I mean, he gets him involved in, in Philadelphia, and then takes him, gives him a, you know, he becomes the offensive coordinator to Kansas City. That's got to be a great relationship and quite a mentor for him. Yes, it, yes, it was. He enjoyed working for Andy and learned a lot from Andy. So um, it was it was a great opportunity that he brought him to Kansas with him. It's literally what just about two years. Two ago. years, yes. So you know that thing's it, unfolding. What was that like? Uh, well, at this two years in Philadelphia now is is unbelievable. I think it's awesome. It's yeah, it's um, it's just the wonderful the way he's been able to bring this team together, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of. Um, me, 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 guys, they want to work together as a team, and that's what you, one guy can't do it all, you know? So Being a mom, you can brag. What is it about his demeanor that allows him to get along with so many different people and be so great at this job? Oh, my goodness. Well, he's just so likable. He's, a, he's an open guy. He'll um, speak to anybody, you know? And he's just learned a lot through the years, and he retains it. He knows he can read defenses. He can. He's just learned a lot through his 14 years in the NFL, and that's just prepared him for this time. The wave of emotions and, of course, the nerves that not only he'll have, but this family. Do you know what it'll be like uh, Sunday right before kickoff? We will be nervous. We will be in tears at times, and we'll be jumping up and down and screaming. And that's exactly what happened last week. That was such an exciting game for us. And there were tears, and it was joyful tears. Sadly, you lost your husband, of course, Doug's uh, father, what, uh, a year and a half ago. Yes. What do these moments mean, especially considering how important he was in Doug's career? Well, it's really a sad time. But everyone says, Gordy's watching. He's got the best seat in the house. And um, 
Before he was ill, I think he understood the, the enormity of what Doug was getting into at the time, but I don't know that he knew what was happening, you know, too long. And so it, it's, it's hard. It was tough for me to go into the stadium for the first game and not have him there because I knew he would want to be there. Yeah. How often do you think Doug thinks back to those backyard games of catch and the, less, the lessons that he learned from his father? That's a good question. I hope he does. I, I know he was interviewed and um, someone asked him what his dad would tell him if he were here. And he would tell him to stick to the fundamentals, the basics, and don't do anything different than what you've done to get where you're at. So, and that would be what he would tell him. I've talked to a couple of people that have seen you around town, of course at church and other places, and they say you're basically floating on a cloud. You're so happy. Is it, can you put into words, I mean, just what the, this run has been like and what your spirits, what they've been like? It's, it's just, it's been just been so unreal. I've been blessed and able to go to almost all of their home games this year, which is, is exciting for me. And um, we've just enjoyed every moment, every game. It's just been different, and uh, we, we've just enjoyed it. Just the ride has been wonderful. Mrs. Peterson, you know everybody wants to know your prediction. What's going to happen Sunday? The Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Now, that was a silly question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Terry Peterson, appreciate her giving us some time. That was uh, really uh, insightful and uh, learning a little bit more background information on Doug and his rise to stardom. Yeah, and as Jonathan said, what a great interview with Doug Peterson's mom. You, you, Jake, you just look at his career path, and we've talked about him as a coach and how fast he's come up the ranks, but you look as a player and – you know, we always look at, can they make it at the next level? I mean, literally, he he had a foot out the door. I mean, he got an opportunity with Miami. He was on the practice squad. Then that didn't work out. He was with the New Jersey Knights in 1992. They call him back to the Miami Dolphins. He sticks around there for a couple of years, you know, behind Marino. Uh, then he goes to Carolina. Then he's back in the World Football League with the Rhine Fire, back with Miami in uh, 1995. And then, of course, the Green Bay Packers, that relationship, and, of course, uh, with Favre and how that all uh, unfolded. Then he goes to, to Philadelphia, then Cleveland, and then back to Green Bay. I mean, his journey, his path could have been altered so early in his career. I mean, you had to think back in uh, 91, 92, he's wondering, hey, man, am I going to make it? Am I going to mm -hmm. stick around in this league? And then literally from 91 all the way to 2004, uh, he's collecting the paycheck, and not only that, the knowledge that he's gaining, oh, and yeah. of course, what that meant to his career and his development as a coach, ultimately. So he backed up Favre and Marino. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Two names that yeah. could be considered yes. for the Mount Rushmore. We continue to ask you, uh, who do you put on the Mount Rushmore of uh, quarterbacks, considering everybody's just handing it over, calling him the GOAT, Tom Brady. Yeah, well, surprisingly, surprisingly, we'll get to this when we come back from break. A lot of people are leaving the GOAT out of the Mount Rushmore. I've seen a few texts. 888-993-7762. Mm. After the break, we play a little 
four downs. Growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long-term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318-255-5980 for more information or visit LegacyRehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream, live to drive. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. There's an epidemic going on in our area. It's called hunger. This is Stein Baltman, mayor of the great town of Farmerville, asking you to help the food bank of northeast Louisiana provide food to those in need. There are several ways to help, by your monetary donations, volunteering your time to help distribute food, or help at a local agency. To find out more, visit fbnela.org. Thank you very much. Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. All right, Jake, before we dive into this uh, four downs, a, a couple follow-up things just to that interview with Terry Peterson. did a horrible job. Shameless plug, uh, the TV version will be on Friday. Look forward to putting that together. So 6 and 10 on Friday, uh, Peterson's rise to stardom in the NFL. The other thing, I hung out with her probably for uh, 45 minutes to an hour yesterday, and uh TV was on, told her to flip around, you know, check out the NFL Network. At the time, they weren't talking about Doug. said, flip over to ESPN. Uh, your favorite show was on. Uh, first, oh, take. first take. First take? Oh, yeah. So, on cue, uh, they start talking about the Eagles. And uh, her response, don't pay attention to these people. Don't pay attention to them. They're, they're know-it-alls. <laughs> I got a good chuckle. Yeah. She was right Especially on the money. Especially that show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, before we get, all right, we're going to get into it right now. First and second down, we already revealed what the what the topics were, and that was name your NFL quarterback Mount Rushmore because I think we're all in agreement that Brady's the greatest. So who belongs on the Mount Rushmore with him? And we also asked what was the bigger fail, uh, the Golden State Warriors three one lead, <coughs> the Atlanta Falcons twenty eight three lead last year. <clears throat> or the Yankees, three, the 3-0 lead against uh, the Boston Red Sox in 2004. Now, I want to read these texts because we've got a lot of good ones, and y'all keep them coming. Richie says, the only positive for today is knowing that a local has the opportunity to throw on the greatest chump of all time. <laughs> Larry and Monroe. This is controversial, Larry. 
Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks could be Joe Montana, Dan Marino, John Elway, Brett Favre. So Brady's not on there. Brady's not on there. Uh, Matt said, Matt, this is for you, for you, Aaron. Awesome interview, drinking game for every time. Terry said, awesome. Uh, Hogan says, Brady, Manning, Montana, and Elway. Russell says, just Brady. He doesn't even need anyone next wow. to him. No Mount Rushmore, just a huge <laughs> just Brady. Mountain. Just a statue of Brady. Yeah. Uh, Shane says, I'm not a Brady fan, but if people are leaving him off of those texts, they need to be discarded. <laughs> Double J says, Archie Manning, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, Olivia Manning. <laughs> And Russell says, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Tom Brady, John Elway. Guys, you can only do four. You can only do four. <laughs> and then uh, Tim says, Yankees, Red Sox, go Sox. Uh, all right, let's dive into this. Do uh, you want to go first? Sure. Do you want to make uh, mention some that did not make the Final Four? Well, I want to say this first. So I, we need to clarify how we came up with our, our Mount Rushmore or how I did. Um, I, I think you have to have at least one championship. So sorry, Dan Marino, you're left off. Even though you had a tremendous career, I'm leaving you off. You have to have at least one championship. Sorry. Uh, you have to also have the numbers to back it up. You have to have the career numbers. So, so Joe Namath, sorry. Uh, lastly, I think you have to have, and this is subjective, you have to have perfected the position like no other. So in, in your eyes, you, you have to um, look at this quarterback and say, man, they were undoubted, undoubtedly as good, if not better, than anyone to ever play the position. Uh, Russell on the, the five. He said there was enough rock for five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's my list. I've obviously got Brady on there. Yeah. I think if you make a Mount Rushmore without Brady, you're insane. Yeah. Okay, you're just in denial. Okay, Brady has to be on your Mount Rushmore. Um, I put Peyton Manning on there, yeah. and I know they're both from the same Most era. Most wins ever. Most wins ever, you look at what he's done, what he did at Indianapolis, you look at what he did with uh, Denver, and I understand his last year the defense carried him, but that was after the surgery. But Bray, uh, but Manning, uh, just from the way he prepared, I think he prepared for the game like no one else. Mm. And I used to love, as a kid, I used to always love watching him make audibles at the line of scrimmage. It, it, it was just like he always knew what the defense was doing. You think it's fun watching Tony Romo call it out on the broadcast. Peyton Manning, Manning basically did that every Sunday pre-snap. So Good point. I, I love that. Um, I think you have to put Montana on the list. I think you have to. Um, you know, championships, statistics. I mean, 4-0 in Super Bowls. 4-0 in Super Bowls. And I think that, you know, that to me, I, 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 I need someone from a different era. I, I think I'd go with Montana. And I think you could have an, have an argument Although I'll I'll go aside of Montana, I think some people could argue, you know, maybe Young deserves it over Montana. I would love to hear those arguments for Young because I saw a few texts that had Young on there instead of Montana. Mm. But uh, I have Montana, and then lastly, I have Elway. Oh, how have, can we agree? This isn't good. Oh, we have the same yeah, list. Yeah. Wow. See, I thought about putting. Breeze. So you got Brady one, Montana two, Manning three, and then Elway. Yeah, and I thought about putting Breeze. Because he's gonna own like every individual award, okay? I mean, he he's gonna he's gonna own those records um, when he retires. But I couldn't I couldn't put three guys from the same era. Mm. And I understand we pass it a lot more today, but I, I, when it comes down to it, I, I'm settling with with those four. Mm. And obviously, you agree with me, so yeah, it's not a bad mountain run. Uh, we got a number of people that uh, disagree. You can continue to weigh in eight 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 nine nine three seven seven. Six two. 
All right, so we have those four, and ones that did not make the cut that were just on the outside. We mentioned Marino. How about Favre? Terry Bradshaw, of course, a favorite. In fact, you talk about the big game, never lost the big game. Yeah. Johnny Unitas, Otto Graham. I mean, we're talking about other generations, right. other eras. Uh, Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, I put him behind Breeze, like in line waiting. Rodgers, I still say, is, is the greatest athlete we've ever seen play the position. Like, I think he plays it like nobody else. But he doesn't have the numbers yet. Mm. He, he doesn't have the longevity yet. So, Statistically, I, you look at Breeze now and what the numbers that he continues to put up. Man. And uh, Tommy's got another number of quarterback, uh, number of texts here, one of them being quarterbacks, not passers. All, all four on my list were true quarterbacks. Mm. They led their team to victory. They put their team in the best position to win. They weren't system quarterbacks. No. Uh, Bart Starr, Terry Bradshaw, of course, uh, Steve Young. Uh, where does Jim Kelly, does he crack the uh, top 15 mm. for his run with See, the I, Buffalo? I gave you my, my uh, I told you beforehand, you have to have at least one championship. Yeah. Uh, Roger Staubach, you want to go back? Fran Tarkington. Uh, does Troy Aikman deserve yeah. a chance? All right, we got to play catch-up uh, with a lot of these texts. Go, Jake. Well, my, my computer's freezing up because we're getting so many of them. Okay. You might have to lead us off. Antoine in uh, Monroe says, My quarterback, Mount Rushmore, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, the Warriors 3-1 lead, talking about the biggest choke of all time. Uh, Tommy, Unitas, Brady, Montana, Starbuck. Uh, Jason weighs in, says, Miami, Montana, Brady, and Elway. There was Tommy's comment about uh, quarterbacks, not passers. Any chump can pick passers. And Jason says no Bradshaw or Favre just because of the interceptions and completion percentage. Big factors. All right. Do we have time for our second down? I mean, got two we... minutes. Two-minute drill. We'll, we'll revisit this here at probably at 8.15. Okay. Uh, so the biggest fail, and I'm going to go with the Yankees. I, I still go back to that. They were up 3-0. They had Four different chances to correct it, to, to finish out that series against Boston, and they couldn't. And we'd never seen that before. So for that reason, I go with the Yankees. I have a feeling you're going to go with Atlanta. Uh, you can't beat what we witnessed last year. I mean, 28-3. What was the uh, percentage that uh, ESPN Stats and Info had last year, the win percentage for Atlanta at the what, time? Point two? With four and a half, five minutes to go in the third quarter. I don't even remember Yeah. I, I, was it worse? <clears throat> it was probably worse than uh, <clears throat> Southern Miss's chances to be losing to Tech last year. Yeah, Jake, where you got to go? Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> that was point two. I remember that one. That was more recent. All right. We didn't give uh, the second down justice there. We'll get back into it at 8.15, plus some other uh, four-down questions coming up, including let's talk a little uh, Super Bowl ads. Oh, what's the greatest Super Bowl ad of all time? Uh, we need help. 888-993-7762. I'm sure Gus Cattengale will weigh in after the break on the morning drive. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.